many of you are here? How many of you remember? Ten times better. And what I made you understand last week was that the Bible says concerning Daniel and his brethren that they were found ten times better. Now, put up the scripture, Daniel 1, 19 and 20. Let's recap what we did last week quickly and then we can conclude it today. And the king communed with them and among them all was found none like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael and Azariah. Therefore stood they before the king. 20. And in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better. The Bible is just underlined ten times better. He found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in all his realm. Amen. And so we wanted to discover what made them ten times better. There are many things we read in scripture and most of the time we declare by faith that it, would, it should happen in our lives. As important as faith declarations and prophetic declarations are, it is also important to understand what principles they might have followed that made them 10 times better than their contemporaries. Because if you don't know anything at all, you know that nothing just happens in this world. If you see a woman with a big stomach, it didn't just happen. Nothing just happens in this world. If you see a person that is sick, it didn't just happen. Nothing just happens in this world. If you see a man, 80 years, it didn't just happen. There's a reason and a rationale for everything that occurs. Hallelujah. Can I, can I teach it this morning? And so, wanted to understand what, what they did that made them 10 times better. We said, number one, the first principle was, talk to me. The principle of trusting God through the process. The principle of trusting God through the process. Now, if you read Daniel 1 and um, Daniel 1, 1 and 2, you come to understand that the Bible says it was God who gave them into the hands of the Babylonians. God gave the vessels that were used in his house into the hands of Nebuchadnezzar to be used in the house of his God, Baal. It was God's decision to allow them to go into slavery. And yet you have Daniel, who is a prophet, who believes God, who worships God, worships God. And here, the God that he's worshipping has overnight turned him into a slave. And yet he doesn't forget that he is still God and he still trusts him through the process. Hallelujah. I don't know what you are going through, but just trust God. Tell somebody, trust God. You see, because the people you are telling, they can't help you. They have their own issues. What are you talking about? People are smiling, but they've got their own issues. People have made up their faces, but they have their own things they are battling with. And if there is somebody who deserves your trust, it is God. Because men can be strange sometimes. A man can promise you today when the, the sun is shining. Tomorrow when it starts raining, you forget that he promised you. A man will lead you to the aisle and to the altar and say, I do. But within two years, he has forgotten that he came to vow a vow and he said, I do. Can I go there too? And so you cannot put your trust into man. There was a time Jesus had an encounter. He was having a conversation with his disciples. And he asks them, who do, who do men say I am? And then they say, some say you are Isaiah. Some say you are Elijah. Some say you are one of the prophets. Then he says, who do you say I am? Who spoke? Peter, what did Peter say? You are the Christ, the son of the living God. Peter was able to uncover what was hidden and what was wrapped. Peter was able to decode the identity of Jesus Christ. Fast forward, uh, when Jesus was arrested and a small girl comes to ask, aren't you one of his disciples? What did Peter say? I know him not. The same person who said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Fast forward, is now saying, I know him not. You cannot put your trust in the hands of people. You cannot trust people. They would, they would, they, they, they would, they would disappoint you. So the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. If you are not permitted to lean on your own understanding, guess what? You are not permitted to lean on anybody else's understanding because God is enough. Somebody shout yes. So, number one principle, trust, trusting God through the process. Okay, number two that we shared last week 
we said the principle of preparation one more time the principle of now how many of you know that the the onslaught of babylon of nebuchadnezzar into jerusalem was prophetically declared ahead of time isaiah 39 7 on the principle of preparation isaiah 39 7 and thy son that shall issue from thee which thou shalt beget shall they take away and they shall they shall be what enoch's where they shall be what where in the palace of the king of babylon you go to eight let me show you something let me digress a bit and show you something then said hezekiah what did he say to isaiah good is the word of the lord which thou hast spoken he said moreover for there shall be peace and truth in my days you see how hezekiah is thinking and the thing it will come but it won't come in my time so god is good when they told him he was going to die he turned and faced the wall and started praying and turning around but when they told him oh a time is coming your sons shall serve in the court of babylon so it is good it is good because my days there will be peace you see how selfish people can be and this is the king of jerusalem king of israel now the entirety of the people are, are walking around believing that he's he's out for their best interest he's he's their king they, he's anointed they love him he will be there to protect him and 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 keep them and here he is saying it is good some of you have put your confidence in some politicians you think they are looking out for your interest the day the lord will open some of your eyes eh? You won't die for any politician what are you talking about and so go back to seven the focus here is that the prophet isaiah told Ezekiah, a time is coming people who are of royal lineage shall serve your sons they shall serve in the palace of babylon we found out last week that the chief of the enochs when he was doing the selection he was given a criteria the first criteria was that the people should be skillful in knowledge skillful in wisdom they should have the ability to stand in the king's palace they should they should um said they should have the ability in them to stand in the king's palace they should be teachable and should have the ability to learn now mind you that a prophetic word has already gone forward that these guys will serve in the king's temple yet it didn't just happen they had to be prepared because if any one of them had failed the selection criteria they would have missed it are you with me so far now at the time when they were they were selecting they found somebody who was not wise they wouldn't have picked him because he has, he's failing the test if they found somebody who was not cunning in knowledge they wouldn't have picked him if they found somebody who was who didn't have the ability to stand in the king's temple they would not have picked him which means that one of the things that got daniel and his cohorts leg into the room to be able to qualify to serve is that they must have prepared themselves in times past years ago not knowing that the time is coming that these things will be required are you hearing me they must have prepared themselves no matter what prophetic word has been spoken over your life one principle you must never let go is the principle of preparation if they were if daniel was not wise or was not kind of knowledge we will not be talking about him today hallelujah even though prophecy has gone on isaiah didn't say there will be a, 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 a selection criteria all he said was this is what is going to happen your sons are going to serve in the temple now when the time came they were actually using a selection criteria do you think that in the entirety of israel or jerusalem there were only four royals that they could pick do you, do you honestly believe that the entire city of jerusalem had only four royals they must have been more but these four qualified to the level that they were described as 10 times better which means they must have prepared themselves when you look into the future five years from today where do you see yourself now if you can picture it are you preparing today to to be able to go there amen are you preparing today to be able to go there where you have envisioned nothing just happens amen nothing just happens so number two principle of preparation in recent time they said um suddenly there's been a they're talking about agriculture and so many things in this country how many of you have heard talking about rice and uh, eat made in ghana rice and all those things 
and um, when I step out of my house and I, I, I am trying to buy made in Ghana rice, I don't get something to buy. And I've been told that I have to call some numbers. I don't know if you've been told that one too. Now, if I want to buy lily rice, do I call any number? Or, or which one again? So, Atana. I just walk into the shop and buy it. Somebody didn't prepare because they didn't know that a time like this was coming. So, suddenly, they, they, are, they are even shocked that the whole country is ready for them. If you don't prepare, there are certain doors that suddenly the doors will be open for you and you will not be enter, you not, you not be able to enter through. Hallelujah. You will not be able to enter through preparation. Number three, we said the principle of self-control. Proverbs 25, 28. When they brought the king's delicacies, the king's portion, the king's food, he, Daniel and Co., I mean, this is a good opportunity to show that even though we are all slaves, there are levels in the slavery. Because some of us are eating at the king's table. We are drinking what he drinks. We are the meat and the, all those things. We eat the same thing the king is eating. But the Bible says Daniel purposed in his heart not to defile himself with a portion of the king's meat. You see, the fact that something is available or accessible does not mean you should go for it. Amen. The principle of self-control. There are things if you don't deal with today, they will disgrace you tomorrow. I'm talking to somebody right now. Can, can I go there? Yeah. There are things that if you don't deal with today, they are waiting for you. See, the, you think the devil is not a fool. The devil knows, number one, what you like and what will get you. I don't eat fufu. No matter how you adorn it, how you put meat. And when I see it, I want to throw up. And so when I'm fasting, you think the devil would bring fufu. He doesn't care. He will bring what you like because he knows. And so after Jesus had fasted, he brought bread. Bread was the staple food of the time. He said, if, if you are the son of God, turn the stones into bread. The first thing, because he knows your weakness. He knows what you want. And so don't be fooled. The devil knows what will get you. But number two, he also knows that today, if he gets you, you are a nobody. The impact will not be massive. You see, because the fall of the elephant is louder than the fall of the ant. When the ant dies now, nobody cares. Nobody will hear anything. Let the elephant fall. Even trees will shake. Because when you become big, that is when, when you fall, the impact is great. And so for many people, he has set a trap for you you don't know yet. You are always getting away with it. Stealing here. Taking this here. Enjoying that one. Everybody's looking at you. And because nobody seems to see it, you feel that you feel empowered and energized to keep doing it. If you don't develop the principle of self-control that will empower you to say no when you need to say no, you will fall like, like you've never dreamt about. Hallelujah. Tell tap someone to say the principle of self-control. The principle of self-control. Oh no, tell them the principle of self-control. Good. It says, he that has no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down without walls. A city that is number one broken down, number two doesn't have walls. One thing walls give to cities is, the first thing is privacy, the second thing is security. That nobody can just enter and exit at will. They need your permission. Once you have a wall, they need your permission to make an entrance. But the Bible says a man that has no self-control is like a person, a city that has no wall. That is also broken down. So anything enters and anything exits. When the devil knows you are a person of no self-control, he knows. Great people master the art of self-control. Amen. The Lord has called you. He has anointed you. He says you'll be a man of God. You are young. You just finished university. You are believing. You are praying. You are fasting. But there are some hidden things you are not dealing with. There are some hidden things that, that are still growing with you. Now he doesn't care. He'll just watch you. The day you become like Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams. That is when, when he gets you, it can make news. Daily graphic will cover it. Today, if they say a university graduate has nobody cares. They'll say we are all human beings. But when you become like Archbishop, they'll forget you're also a human being. 
Can I preach? Yeah. So the principle of self-control, number four. Did we do four? Okay, so we'll do we'll continue from number four. The principle of conviction. Daniel 1:8. The principle of conviction. Conviction. Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. He purposed in his heart. The Bible says, guard your heart, for it is out of it the issues of life flow. He decided. Many of us, we are in November. December is coming soon. We'll be doing 31st, Passover, crossover, jump over, all the overs. And um, many of us would have a tall list of resolutions. As for this year, this, and as for this year, that. A pastor friend of mine told me this year, as for this year, he wants to be going for jogging and he wants to, he wants to keep fit. By the time we got to May, he said, Bruh, you said you'll be going for jogging. He said, Man of God, the Bible says it is only the wicked that runs when nobody's chasing him. So it is only the wicked around. Another, another f- pastor friend of mine, you'll be sleeping, sleep. I said, Oh, yeah, that don't know. So, uh, the Bible says, um, The Lord gives his beloved sleep. <laughs> so, if you see me sleeping, it is God who gives me. I'm his beloved. Say, so, Hey, people, hallelujah. People's resolutions will start coming up, their list will be long. Some of them will make sense, some of them may not make sense. But at the end of the year, or by, by middle of the year somewhere, people would throw it outside somewhere. I remember those days in school, you have on by your bedside, um, timetable, Monday I'll study this, Tuesday I'll study. How many of you have had that before? And have actually followed it before? It is a nice thing. When school reopens and you go, it's the first thing. I mean, it's like a certain peer pressure. Everybody's drawing their personal timetables. And they are. And they, some of them will even decorate it and everything and paste it by the bed. By the time they finish school, it's a memorial. People must come and visit the museum. Amen. It is, it is not enough to just say, I want to do this, I want to do that. He purposed in his heart. He was convicted that as for this thing, no, 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 I, I won't touch it. I will not touch it. He purposed in his heart. See, it is easy to rationalize things. Like I told you, he said, he said um, um, it, is, it is only the wicked that runs when nobody, you rationalize it. He could have rationalized that, you know, I need balanced diet. Daniel could have said, yes, I need balanced diet. I need to be able to, but he purposed, I will not touch this one. I will not defile myself with this one. Conviction. One of, one of the people in scripture that whose conviction shocks me the most is Moses. God tells Moses, go and tell Pharaoh that if he doesn't allow my people to go, a plague of this kind, of that magnitude is coming his way. He will get there, go and describe it and tell him, Pharaoh will not budge. The thing will happen. He will go back to God. God said, go again. Tell him this one is going to happen. Now, if it were some of us, by the fifth plague, we'll start asking questions. What is this thing that do you understand? I've been going. I've been. This is a fake time. If something would have happened, it would have happened a long time ago. Sixth time, seventh time, eighth time, and he kept going. He was convinced and convicted in his spirit that if it is God that is telling me and it is God that is asking me to go, then come what may, he knows what he's about and his word will come true. And that is what I want to encourage some of you. What has the Lord told you? What has the Lord spoken to you, convicted you of in your own spirit? It doesn't matter what winds blow. Hear me and hear me good. In the fullness of time, as he has spoken, so shall it be in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody say, that is my story. The principle of conviction. What have you decided to do? Be convicted about it and pursue it. Pursue it with all your heart, with everything in you, with every being in you. I met a man one day. He said, you know, my dad has um, many, many, many children from many, many, many wives. And because of that, even though financially he provided everything that he wanted, I mean, we, we needed, there were still a lot of things missing in terms of personal touch and that fatherly love and presence. And so as for me, no matter what, 
I cannot repeat what my father did. And I've been looking at the person quietly and he's been convicted and he's following through on what he told me several years ago. He was so convicted, he told me, he said, even if I make a mistake and the lady gets pregnant, I will marry her by force because I won't want to repeat what my father did. That's his own decision, his own personal conviction. I am not here to tell you the rights and wrongs and ethical issues and ins and outs of that. I'm just sharing somebody's story with you to know how when you are convicted about a matter, you must pursue it with every iota of your being. Hallelujah. Yeah, conviction, conviction, conviction. When you decide that you will be different, you will do things differently. When you decide that as for you, your story will be different, you will will behave differently in this life. The reason a lot of people look the same, sound the same, end up the same, is because we all do the same things. Many people only do things because everybody else is doing it. But the majority is not always right. Who told you that majority always elects the president? (laughs) Okay. Amen. Tell somebody conviction. Number five. Principle of humility. Principle of humility. Verse 10 to 12 of Daniel 1. Principle of humility. And the prince of the Enoch said unto Daniel, I fear my Lord. This is after he had purposed and he had told the chief of the Enoch that I, I, I want to stay away from the king's portion. And the prince of the Enoch said unto Daniel, I fear my Lord the king who has appointed me appointed your meat and your drink for why should he see your faces worse like um, liking than that than the children which are of your sort then shall ye make me endanger my head to the king then said Daniel to Melza whom the prince of the Enoch has said over Daniel Hananiah Mishael and Azariah prove thy servants I beseech thee Ten days. It says, prove thy servants, I beseech thee. The other texts, the NKJV and NIV will tell you, he says, please, that's it. Test your servants for ten days. This is Daniel speaking. This is Daniel speaking. In verse 9, the Bible says, and God himself had favored Daniel. One, he's, he's favored by God. Number two, he's a prophet. And yet he's speaking to somebody you consider... Uh, an adversary or a Babylonian and he says please test me humility if it were some of us if you don't give me what I'm looking for I will call fire from heaven yeah. humility it's a, it's a principle that is a powerful tool that you need in your armory arm, arm if you want to rise and you want to be exalted Matthew 23 12 and Job 22 29. And whoever exalts himself will be, talk to me, will be, talk to me, will be humbled. And he who humbles himself will be exalted. How many of you have gone for a function before where you sat in front and then they came to tell you somebody has come? So if you can move. To the one behind. How does it feel? See now we took quite do do do. Almost share me and who is who is looking at but when they you are at the back and they come and pick you from they say, Oh please, please come forward. It's like when you are coming, everybody's looking at you and you are feeling all good. There's a sense of importance around you. That's exactly what God is talking about. That if you humble yourself, there's a way he will lift you in the presence of men so all the glory can come to him. Listen, when you see a man at the top that is proud, it must tell you God is not in it. When you see a pastor, man of God, that is proud, it must tell you something. Because God, Bible says, God resists the proud. It is part of his KPI, his job description. To resist the proud so any person who is proud it is not a demon that is fighting you it is God himself think about it but when a man is humble he makes it also his job to elevate him job 22 29 
when they, can, can we read that together please ready go yep then what will happen did you see that one when they cast you down as for the down you will go and you say whilst down exaltation will come as for that you can say it but when it comes to the rising or being lifted or being saved there's only a criteria one criteria required and that is who the humble person the humble person humility you can't do without it you can't be too old to be humble you can't be too rich to be humble you can't be too anointed to be humble you are not richer than God you are not anointed than him you are not older than him ancient of this do you know what that means ancient of this before they started counting days he was wow at that time he was still ancient wow before angels started flapping their wings he was before they called for the things that be not and they became he was and you a minute entity in this grand scheme of things because you see the, the earth alone in the grand scheme of things of the entire universe is not that big it's a speck on the entire universe so imagine your place in the universe and yet when you are coming there's there's some air of pomposity around you it's like when when you are coming everybody must give you a, who are you when you come to church somebody even sits by you and touches you it's like you want to who is this one hey bra tobo six feet what is it yeah it do six feet what they will dig the same size for all of us this look a time is coming they will start reducing the size because no i'm telling you that because the land we can't be wasting land like that as time we'll be we'll be cutting the size so we'll wait for you when five people in your family die we'll put all of you up then we can move on the point is humility is a principle required this is a prophet it's an anointed person who has a capacity to see visions signs and wonders this is a man that god himself says he has favored above all he is speaking to an enoch and he's you can see he's debasing himself he's humbling himself before the enoch tap somebody say be humble be humble there are many people you you can't even talk to them hey, have you met those people before it's like it's like in the office or somewhere nobody can talk to them they will they will only allow you to talk to them when they are ready they are always not in the mood they are always looking down at other people they think they are smarter than everybody they are sharper than everybody because their figures work for them this year they are throwing their weights about thank god they demand the figures every year what if it is just one off the things people will do in this world so next year too we'll come for it hallelujah humility number six the prince now write this down please meekness is not weakness but strength that is under control meekness is not weakness but strength that is under control six the principle of learning and maturing learning and maturing principle of learning and maturing verse 17 please of daniel 1 principle of learning and maturing as for these four children god gave them knowledge and skill in learning and in wisdom and daniel had understanding in all visions and uh, dreams learning and maturing there is a certain knowledge base maturity level required for where you want to go tomorrow many of us are where we are because our, our knowledge allows us to be here we can't grow be we can't go beyond this level amen we can't go above this level a pastor friend of mine had one of his sons 
who started complaining, eh? And I'm not giving opportunity to preach. And I'm gifted and I have a lot to say. The Lord has been giving me revelations. And I want to. And the pastor head said, No problem. No problem. They give it, they give me my crusade. He announced in front of the church. The entire month of um, of December, so so and so will be preaching throughout. Oh, the church clapped. They gave him my first service. He gave revelation, gave revelation, gave revelation. By the time he checked, three minutes. All the things he thought he had to say. Three minutes. The man to say, oh, preach on. This is deep. You have one month to deliver. You see, where you are could simply be a product of the knowledge you have. My, my friends, bankers, if tomorrow morning they carry you and they make you see your standard, can you handle it? You know in your heart that you may not have the metal required. What that means is that there's a, a knowledge gap that must be filled. Daniel acquired knowledge. He acquired the skills required. Hallelujah. There, there, can, there should never be a point in your life where you say, um, I know it all. Where you say, now, now I know. You don't know. No, you don't know. That's why you have to keep learning. You have to keep studying. When you become a chartered accountant with ACCA, every year, you have to send in your, what do you call that thing? CPD. Every year professional development your point where what else you have learned every even though you have, you have qualified in other professions every year you will go and do refresher courses because new things are coming up hallelujah new things are coming up if a doctor that left school in in 1988 decides not to learn anything else only what he was Taught in 1988 that he graduated with, you are dead. Yeah, because even some of the drugs they used to give, we've stopped giving them. Because the body has developed some um, immunity to some of the things. There's this um, malaria drug we used to take. Aha. Uh -huh. You go before him and he will still be prescribing chloroquine for you. Because you never stop learning. As a pastor, the day I stop studying, the day I stop learning is the end of my ministry. Learning, not Genesis 1. I'll say the end. In the beginning, in the beginning, God said, God said, boom, say my Jesus. Jesus. So when you go on Monday morning, the week, what are you, what are you going to work with? What have you learned? How has your spirit been empowered with Jesus? So you never stop learning. Listen, if you cannot be corrected without being offended, you will never grow. If you cannot be corrected without being offended, you will never grow. Because you will make mistakes. Things would you you commit errors, and somebody must point it out to you. If all your friends cannot tell you when you've made a mistake, you, your end is coming. Because how would you know when you are making a mistake? Are you hearing what I'm saying? If nobody can correct you and tell you, there are some men, they are champion attire in their homes. When they speak, it's final. When they enter the house, even the goats, chickens, and dogs are scattering. Because Opana has arrived. When the children see through the window, daddy is coming, everybody is scattering. Even the wife is afraid, but she has to form posture because you are my husband. And when they make a mistake, nobody can correct them. I am my own man. I make my own decisions. Nobody can control me. Be there. If you cannot be corrected, you may be digging your own pit and you make a mistake. Hallelujah. You must learn, you must grow, you must mature. That's why I tell people, to, to the whole of 2019, you haven't read any book. You are happy. It's November. You are looking at my face. You haven't read any book. And so, tell a novella, be our only title. 
And you and I know that they all have the same thing. Somebody and somebody are in love. One of them will be rich, one of them will be poor. <laughs> They'll just be going around in circles because some family members will not like. And then, and then we'll discover that, oh, so apparently the one who was poor is actually rich. And suddenly it will all come together and then they will marry. That's all. That's the whole thing. But every one of them, the Chinese one, French one, Indian one, you will watch. You haven't read any book. Hey! Tap somebody and say, which, which book have you read? Can I preach? Can I preach? And I'm not, I'm not talking about just spiritual books as good as they are there are other other important books you can read if your field is customer service do you know the new trends in that area if your field is finance do you know the new things that are coming up there if your field is is um, human resource do you know the things that are coming up there if your field is real estate do you know the things that are coming up there if your field is um, fitness do you know the things that are coming out there what are the new research things that they are saying Amen. Have somebody say, don't stop learning. Yeah. Don't stop learning. Because it is one of the things that will make you 10 times better. That they will look at you and say, there's something different about you. Yes, you are favored, but you also learned. Daniel was favored, but he was learning. And so they found that he was a man of knowledge. How would you know that somebody is knowledgeable? They must have solved the problem nobody could solve. They must have answered a question nobody could answer. They must have provided a solution where others could not. Hallelujah. And so, when you read on, the Bible says, the king himself said, he has examined them and he has found them that they are knowledgeable above all else. Knowledge cannot be prophesied into your head. Hallelujah. And so, there are, there are many sons of mine, they are gifted in the prophetic ministry, but they don't have the knowledge required. It is one thing to be gifted. It's another thing to, to, to be knowledgeable in it. Amen. It's a, it's a totally different thing. It's not the same. Have someone say learn. Say mature. God, if two, the whole of two, 2019 passes and it's the same knowledge base that you have, you have actually become worse off. That's what it is. It's as simple as that. Some years ago, I read a research that said that after five years, the knowledge base of the world doubles. It doubles. If you tell the people who started banking that now there's a machine that you just press and gives you money, they'll be shocked. But it's so common with us. Somebody recently was interviewed and he's an expert in AI. AI is artificial intelligence. And he said that in the next 50 or so years, about 40% of all the jobs we have will be lost. 40%. They ask him, so what kind of jobs? So even driving. Because suddenly, they are making self-driving cars. So your job is to drive. You will not be needed anymore. The, the car will come by itself and send a text message to the person who ordered it that I have come. So if that's all you know, a time is coming, you, you may go extinct. Hallelujah. When you go to America, those who were purely into coal mining, when that phase, we move from that phase, many of them are struggling. Because they, they didn't obtain the requisite knowledge and know-how to be able to move with the times and become better people. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, when you enter some banks, there are even your check, you can put it into a machine. So very soon, I won't need any human being there. Some of them will give you applications. You are sitting at home, you can do everything. I'm sending money here, South Africa. I just see the ping, 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 ping. And the person was calling me and said, oh, so far I've received it. I said, that's right. I didn't enter any bank. I didn't speak to anybody. So gradually, if you don't learn and become a better person, you'll be, you'll be losing out. Tell somebody to say, learn. Tell somebody, mature. Now, finally, the final principle is the principle of standing before a king. Daniel 1.4 in Daniel 1.19. Give me King James, please. Daniel 1.4. 
Daniel 1 19. All right. Children in whom, this was the criteria set, children in whom was no blemish, but were well favored, skillful in all wisdom, and cunning in knowledge, and understanding science, and such as had ability in them to stand. Now, science there is not chemistry, physics, and biology. Science is body of knowledge. The root word, scientia, the same word from which you, you get omni sent all knowing so it's all come down to knowledge and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace they had the ability to do what to do what one more time to do what okay 19 and the king communed with them and among them all was found none like daniel hanania mishael and azaria therefore they did what they stood before the king the last principle is the, having the ability, the principle of standing before a king. Having what it takes to stand before a king. Amen. There's a skill required to stand in the face of greatness. To commune with greatness and survive. It doesn't just happen. When they were being selected, so we are looking for people who can stand before a king. Now think about it. If you are Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and you want to select people to stand in your court, which is the first area to look at? People in Babylon, because that's your domain, that's your territory. And yet, he stretches forth his tentacles and reaches out to these young boys from Jerusalem because they found that they had the ability to stand before a king. If, if the president of Ghana calls you now and he confides in you, can you keep that secret? One of the skills of standing before a king. When you're a pastor, somebody comes to share their intimate issues, secret issues, secret burden, secret pain, and they go. By the time they come, everybody's discussing it in church. You don't have what it takes to stand before a king. The, the caliber of people who come here and go during the week. Some of them, when they, they are coming, they, they come in their tinted glass cars and they have dark shades because they must come under the cover of darkness. Well, they have formed a certain impression out there in the world. They have to keep up appearances. But they will come and we will give the prophetic what it will happen and you will never know that they were here. The ability to stand before a king. Hallelujah. If they make you CEO now and you go for CEO conferences, can you carry yourself? People say, I want to be great. And, and they give you they give you opportunity to talk in front of people. You are you are vibrating. Say me, I don't like talking. You are not ready for greatness. Because it is a skill required in standing before a king. And enoclophobia. One of my sons have been fighting with where is Nat? McAvoy. I've been fighting with him all the time. I said, Nat, I think you fear greatness. Because you sing better than many people in this world. You have and you are graced. There's oil on your life. You sing well. But he's afraid. It's like he's afraid to be great. Yeah. Nothing just happens. Now, if you say you're going to be president of Ghana, you can't become president without campaign. You can't campaign without talking. So you must know how to talk. It is a skill you must learn. If they make you a team leader, you must have what it takes to talk. They are, you are shy of your team members. You are not ready. The ability to stand before a king, it is a skill. You need to start developing it. You need to start developing it. Some of you, the Lord has done many things for many people here and a lot of them will just send me a text. So, God, um, man of God, this is, what, this is what God has done. And they won't come and stand here because they are shy. Say, I'm not ready. But there are some of the things that God wants to do for you. If he does it, people must hear. And, and so far as you are shy, you are not ready. Even now, at this level, when your friend confides in you, the whole world hears it. 
And she's going saying, oh, oh, send your corner, oh, no, no. Pointing fingers. So, but they have trusted you. You see, because sometimes the burdens people carry, you see they are smiling. You see they have made their face all right. But sometimes just by talking to somebody, they become better. And they confide in you, and now they are They are not ready for greatness. Hallelujah. The ability to stand before King. If, if the president of Ghana were to invite you into his office right now, some of, some of you start, you don't know what to do. To, should I sit? Should I stand? Uh, good morning. Uh, hello. What's up, Nana? <laughs> you don't even know what to do to yourself. Yeah. The principle of standing before a king. Start, start learning it. Start pre- preparing yourself. Start learning the skills required. Because the higher you go, the more things will be opened up for you. The more access to things you will know. Even in a corporate world, the higher you go, the more you realize that certain things you used to think when you were down there are not the same up here. But you need to have what it takes to be able to hold your mouth and not disclose what you are seeing and yet be able to do the work here well. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Especially when everybody down there is bashing you because they don't see what you are seeing. If you rise and you rise with the same um, peasant mentality, you can't go up. You can't go far. There is a skill required to stand before great people. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus can have conversations with Pharisees and Sadducees and they are all shocked. They start asking, this guy, what school did he attend? Is he not a carpenter's son? Because the level of eloquence and how he's communicating and he's not, he's not, um, um, he, he's not moved by their societal standing and he's rubbing shoulders with them. They are shocked because the school of Pharisee uh, teachings that we attended, you were not there. So where does your confidence come from? Even Peter and Cole will speak and they'll start asking questions. They said, ah, well, he's an unleaded man. He's just a fisherman. How is he able to talk the way he's talking? How does he know all these things? Then they said, ah, it is because he has been with Jesus. There is a skill required to stand be- so if you don't learn that skill people will use you and dump you you'll be you you act you know acting you'll be acting something something in the role they'll go and bring somebody they don't know to come and be your head you will teach the person and the person will be your boss you'll be offended you blame everybody else but you'll not do an introspection could it be me okay. what do you think could it be me? Did I, did, I, did I miss something? If they call you into a board meeting now, would you have what it takes? Standing before a king. It's, not, it's, it's okay to, to dream. But when you dream, wake up and walk. Work. Yeah. Otherwise, dreams will suddenly become wishful thinking for you. They will suddenly become nightmares. And that's when people will now start living their life through their children. You know, Kojo, when I was young, I wanted to be a doctor. So you, you will be a doctor. I could have to chemistry. I didn't know who she I said, you will be a doctor. Yeah. If you don't rise up now and start, you want to live your life through your kids. Hallelujah. I want you to put your hand on your chest. You want to pray right now. That may God make you 10 times better. In the office, if they are looking for people who stand out, may you be one. In, 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 in your family, when they are looking for people who stand out, may you be one. Please lift up your voice while seated. You want to pray that God make me 10 times better. Make me 10 times better. Make me 10 times better. Manon and Amandi, Oda de Bonche, Dada Dabaya, Vraso Diatus, Dada Bande, Manda Dadaba, ten times better, ten times better, ten times better. Father, make us ten times better. Make us ten times better, Lord. Lebro Zidi Bayadana, Vradonina Mashanda Dadabo, Shade de Becosa. When people are being sought up after for greatness, may we be one. 
when people are being sought after to occupy key positions may we be one when people are being sought after to become the next big thing in this world may we be one raza dala bashadora baye man devrozi amanda bo shadada bados le kabada bados shadada badaba we give you praise we give you glory father i pray over your people that you will make us 10 times better in the name of Jesus Christ. You would empower us with this knowledge to be able to pursue all that we must to become all that you have planned for us. Do with us that which no man can do and let all the glory be given to you. In Jesus' name we call it done. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. For more of these messages, please subscribe to his podcast and SoundCloud. It's Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. To interact with him, like his page on Facebook, follow him on Twitter at Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr.